Welcome back to The Eva Show. Today on the show, we are turning back that clock and we are replaying episode six, the one where I talk about why saying no and being told no is actually a good thing. If you haven't heard this one yet, I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you have heard it, listening again will cement some of the things we discussed so you can level up your mindset and your relationships. Let's go. Have you ever said yes to a request because you were afraid to come across as mean if you said no? Have you ever wanted to say no, but you just really didn't know like how to actually formulate the words so that you sound not rude? If you answered yes, you're going to want to hear today's episode of The Eva Show. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to The Eva Show. I'm Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm on a mission to help you acknowledge your worth, reclaim your power, and find your voice in this noisy world. If you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just want to be reminded that it's a-okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. You ready to ditch expectations other people have put on you and rise to become who you've always wanted to be? Let's go. Welcome back to The Eva Show. I'm your host, Eva Miller, and today I am talking about saying no. The two-letter word that toddlers love to use the most (laughs) and the word adults are most afraid to say to one another. I get it. We're scared to say no. We want to be liked. We want to be nice. But saying no is a necessary skill to learn if you're going to operate your relationships with integrity. You can learn it and you can be more comfortable. You can become more comfortable at getting good at it. In a minute, I'm going to talk about why, how, and when to say no. And I'm going to give some very basic examples. But before I do that, I want to talk about the mindset that's involved around the word no and around saying no and share some ways of looking at it that may help you if this is something you've had trouble doing. So, When it comes to saying no, I think we have feelings of personal rejection that are associated with this word. I don't know if it's a combination of maybe when our parents told us no when we were little and we thought they were mean and combined with maybe rejections in junior high or high school or even as adults, rejection for jobs that we've applied for. We hear the word no and we automatically think it's a bad word or a negative thing. And I don't agree with that. That's not at all how I view it. Some rejection might be personal. It might be, oh, we don't like her for this job or this particular task. But it's not usually a rejection of you as a whole person. Whether it is or isn't, I choose to look at rejection as being redirection. And redirection isn't bad. We have to learn and get to a place that we trust that when we get a no, that it's not a bad thing and it's possibly a very good thing. I don't know about you, but I have been told no about things that actually turned out to be a huge blessing. I didn't know it at the time. I figured it out later. I can't even count the number of times that I have revisited something that was a no in the past and then when I revisited it I realized wow I really dodged a bullet on that one. Saying no is a good thing for lots of reasons but think about this we tell our kids no that they can't do things no you can't climb up that bookshelf no you can't jump off the deck for their safety 
And sometimes we tell them no for things they're not ready for yet. Like the no becomes a yes later. And so I think we need to shift some of that. I also think nobody wants to be thought of as mean. Everybody wants to be nice. But nice is surface. I think being kind is more important than being nice. Kindness runs a little deeper. And honestly, in some ways, saying no to something is us showing up more honestly in our relationships, more authentically. And that's one way we show kindness to the other party. The word no is not a bad word and saying no is not a bad thing. Sometimes we don't want to say no because we're worried about hurting somebody's feelings. But I'm going to say it bluntly. It's not your responsibility to carry someone else's feelings. You are your responsibility. You have to get okay with someone not understanding why you said no. And you're going to have to get okay with someone not agreeing with why you said no. Because understand, the no is not about them. Most of the time, you're not going to say no to something because it's a rejection of the person who requested the thing, right? No is usually about your priorities, your bandwidth, your desires, your values, your time, your peace of mind. And when you say no, I'm going to tell you the truth. It makes your yes mean more. If you say no to some things, let's say you have a friend who regularly asks you things, sometimes to do things as a favor, sometimes to do things for fellowship, whatever. But if you've ever had to say no, then when you've said yes, that person understands that the thing that's happening matters to you, it's important, and your yes means more. And they say that more is caught than taught. And in that spirit, you don't want your kids to get the message that they're supposed to live at someone else's beck and call. You're trying to teach your kids to manage their own life, right? You're trying to teach them to give generously. And you're probably trying to teach them that they're in control of themselves and their own life. And saying no is part of that. If saying no is an area that you struggle with, very humbly, I'm going to suggest you may want to listen to this episode more than once. Let some of the things that I said kind of simmer on the back burner in your mind and come back and revisit them later to see how your feelings have evolved. And this may even be an area you want to ask for help with. I'm available. Let me know. Now let's talk about when, why, and how you might say no, and when and why you may want to wait. Many years ago, a woman that I was acquainted with asked me to do something. It wasn't anything bad or immoral. I just remember having zero interest in it whatsoever. But I was raised to be accommodating, and I didn't want her to think I was mean. I was afraid to say no. I didn't know or feel that it was safe to do that. So instead of being honest with myself and with her, I pointed to things that I had going on as my reason why I couldn't do what she asked me to do. And next thing I knew, she was flattering me and saying things like, oh, but you're so great at this. You're the perfect person for this. And I can take your kids, dot, 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 whatever it was. She was helping me with the things that I had to do that she thought were problems standing in the way of me saying yes. And the next thing I knew, I got roped into doing something I didn't want to do. 
when you know in that nanosecond that the answer is a hard no, you don't have to be hateful. You don't have to be rude. But it's not mean to assert yourself if you say no. Not being interested is reason enough to say no. You're in charge of your life, not someone else's feelings, not someone else's problem. You can support them while they manage their problem themselves, but you can't take their problems on or be responsible for solving them or for the way that person feels after you've said your piece. You can just say, I appreciate you thinking about me, but I'm not going to be able to do that. And then just stop. Don't do what I did and start pointing to all the things that, oh, I can't do it because of this. You don't owe anyone an explanation about why you choose or don't choose to do certain things. You can absolutely share that information with them if you want to. If you feel like, you know, you want to make an effort to better the communication and the relationship, but only if you feel safe. If saying no is scary to you and it makes you nervous, don't offer an explanation. You know, most people are not trying to bully you or manipulate you or to make you nervous or scare you. Some people might be, but generally people respect and usually respond well to honesty and to people who are concise with their decisions. If you're wishy-washy, that makes them think you don't know what you want or you haven't figured out how to do it and then they want to jump in and help. So just say no and hold the line. Another way to say no, if it's something you're not interested in, is to just say, thank you for the invitation, but I already have plans. You might have plans to not do whatever it was they asked you to do, and that's okay. But you can just say, thanks for thinking about me. Or, wow, you're really sweet. I wish I could, but I can't. And you just let it go. If you have a situation where someone's asking something from you, and you feel like it takes advantage of you in some way, like, I don't know, your time or your money or your effort or something like that, you can say no to that. I had a client who used to take care of her mother. Her mom lived alone. She was independent, but she had a lot of doctor's appointments and she didn't like to drive. And she was, was asking someone to take her shopping or grocery store or whatever. And my client felt stretched really thin and she started to kind of resent her mom. She felt like her mom was taking advantage of her. Like her mom would know that she was going to be out running errands and she would wait until she got home and then ask her daughter if she would take her to do something or go do something for her. And my client told me that if she said yes to everything her mom asked, that she would run herself ragged and that she was exhausted from trying to do everything for everyone. And her husband was frustrated with my client because he said that he felt like she was letting her mom take advantage of her. So she did a lot of soul searching and she and I talked. And in the end, she came up with some of these things that worked for her to set boundaries. Maybe they'll help you. She would call her mom and just offer time. And she would say, hey, mom, I'm free on Thursday. Is there anywhere you'd like to go or something you would like to do? If her mom asked for things that would cause her to sacrifice too much of her own needs or her family's, she would say things like, I wish I could, mom, but I've already run my errands for the day, and now it's time for me to work at home. Or, gosh, mom, I'm really sorry, I'm not available that day. In the beginning, she started suggesting, hey, maybe you can call my sister, or maybe you can ask dad to take you. But she stopped doing that because she realized that she needed to let her mom look for ways to solve her own problems 
and to figure out how to get her needs and desires met on her own. And then after a while, her mom actually started expressing a need that she had, like, I don't know, maybe a ride to the doctor. And then she would ask her daughter, instead of assuming that she would take her, she would ask her, I have a doctor's appointment next week. Would you be able to take me on Thursday? And one time she even said to her daughter on the phone, I've got an appointment, but your brother is taking me next Friday afternoon or something like that. And so when you are honest and you say no, when you draw boundaries, and when you combine that with not trying to please everyone, you can really make some headway and have some peace in your life. Another time you might need to say no is, let's say somebody asks you to do something and you want to do it, but you've got to check your schedule. So be honest with them. Oh, I'd like to do that. Let me check my calendar when I get home and I'll get back to you by five or by tomorrow. And that way you'll have time to ask someone else and then do that. Be a person of your word. If you check and realize that you don't have time, let the other person know right away and you can keep it simple. Hey, after checking my schedule, I'm actually going to have to decline. I'm sorry. Please check with me again in the future. If it's something that you might be interested in, but you're not sure, ask for the details you need in order to make a decision. And then you can say, yeah, I might be interested in doing that. Let me think about it and I'll get back to you. And let them know when you're going to give them an answer. Don't ghost them for the love. Please don't ghost them. Nobody wants to just be left hanging. Just be honest. Personally, I'd rather hear a no from someone than for the person to try to not be mean and just ghost me and leave me hanging. I think other people feel the same way. Think about how you would feel. I I get it. No answer is an answer, but it's just more polite and more respectful to be upfront with who you are. And you can just let them know, you know what? I thought about it. I considered it carefully, but I'm going to have to say no right now. Sometimes you're asked to participate in something that is a passion of yours, but maybe you already know the timing is off because it'll interfere with a bigger yes that's already burning inside you. And in that case, you can be honest and say something like, as much as I want to say yes to this, I can't commit to that right now. It's not the right time. So I'm going to trust another opportunity is going to come along later and the timing will be perfect then. I don't believe in scarcity I know that the right time will always present itself. And I think that's one of our root problems is that we think, oh, I've got to, there's just this once in a lifetime thing. Like this is not going to happen again. Very few things are a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I think sometimes we force things because we're scared rather than trusting that the opportunity we're looking for is going to come on along at the right time. And so we end up grasping at straws. So there's no reason for us to feel desperate because we're not operating from a place of scarcity. And then sometimes you might be asked to do something and you may have to make a compromise. Like you can do some of it, but not all of it. Or maybe the circumstances just aren't quite ideal. So I'm hungry. So I'm going to use cupcakes for an example. Maybe somebody asks you to make 15 dozen cupcakes for a fundraiser. But you know, with the schedule you have and the due date when they need to be there, that you can't do 15. So you make the offer of, I can't make 15 dozen cupcakes, but I can make six for the fundraiser. And then you wait. And if a compromise that you're comfortable with is not an option, then it's just a solid no. If you want, 
you can explain the ideal circumstance, like what you need to happen in order for you to say yes. You can let them know what those needs are in order for you to say yes. But only if you want to, only if you feel safe, okay? And finally, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but it's happened to me a handful of times. I have been approached by someone who is just desperate for help. And that person will say things like, can you help me out? I just really need help. I don't know what else I'm going to do. And it's that vibe of desperation that they're giving you. And maybe you help them in the beginning. Maybe you start to see, you know, something else going on. Understand that people who fail to accept personal responsibility usually have a pattern of always being in desperate need for help or rescue or something. There's not a one-size-fits-all situation for these. that has to be weighed individually. That's what I do. And so my principle is you help when you're able and when it doesn't require sacrificing yourself. It's okay if you have to maybe inconvenience yourself. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about saying no all the time. I'm not talking about being a hard ass, but I am talking about not denying your own needs or betraying yourself. And if you find that you help someone and they keep coming back over and over and over again, I've had this situation. It happens. It's important to remember. It's not harsh to say this and feel this way, but it's important to remember that sometimes the best way you can help someone is to let them have their struggle and figure it out themselves. They may not like it. They might not see it as good. They might pull away from you a little bit and they might be mad, but None of those things are your problem. If it makes you nervous to think about what they might tell other people about you, trust that your consistent, authentic behavior and your reputation are ultimately going to prove who you really are. But even if validation never comes in a way that you see it, it doesn't mean you were wrong to stand your ground and you're going to have to rest in that. All right, that's all I've got for you today, my friend. Talk to you next week. Okay, Changemaker, that's it for me this time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a Blue Skies Discovery call. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next Monday.